You've read the magazine, you've seen the website, and now, because we're very 21st century... Oh, you know all that by now. It's the Whistler Podcast. Everything you wanted to know about writing life, but didn't know who to ask. This week we're at The Fringe, and we're with Hannah Etheridge, and Hannah has just written and produced Call Me Daddy, her first ever theatrical venture, and... Well, Hannah, you tell us about Call Me Daddy. Sure, so Call Me Daddy is a dark comedy musical. Um, it's about the tyrannical, evil, psychotic, sexist boss called Chester Charles. Um, but it's in a beautiful cabaret, there's burlesque dancers, and the staff who work there are so grateful to be there. Um, so they want to be there, but they have to behaviour manage the boss's poor behaviour in exchange for staying there. So this comedy musical is all about the office workers who work there. And then there's a young woman called Heather. Uh, she works in the supermarket and she hates her life. And she thinks she sees a job at the Crown Cabaret, thinks it's the answer to all of her dreams and all of her problems, gets a job there, and then realizes that it's an absolute shit show. And there's this crazy maniac stomping around, making insane demands of people and just generally being a bit mad. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much the premise of it. <laughs> and, uh, and so, listen, you're a musician and you work in events and stuff like this. So, uh, what inspired it? Um, well, <laughs> you acquire, you acquire um, inspiration throughout your life. Um, I have had a lot of people claiming it's about a particular business or person. It is a completely fictional comedy musical. I have to keep saying this. It's fictional. It's a bit of fun. It's very light. And also, I've had lots of horrible bosses throughout my life. I've worked in all sorts of insane events and cabaret places and bars and nightclubs. And everybody knows that boss. And I think the cool thing about Chester is you love to hate him. Everybody's worked with somebody like that or know somebody like that. Do you kind of like him secretly? Absolutely, yes, absolutely. I you, I love the Chester character and he is so charming and he's got real good points to him. But you know that everyone's got a little devil and an angel on their shoulders? Uh-huh. He sometimes listens to the angel, but the devil always wins. And that's what makes you a bad person, I think, in life. We all have it in us. But what you choose to do makes you the good or the bad person. He just always chooses the devil. <laughs> so he, he just becomes a little bit more like... And he's unapologetic in everything he does. Supreme confidence. And is it one of these things where the audience kind of starts off booing and hissing him and ends up wanting to take him home and adopt him? Um, I don't know about adopt <laughs> Um I think people will be shocked. Doesn't sound like a comedy... It doesn't sound like a comedy, but it is an absolute howl a minute. Me and the cast, even if, you know, it doesn't, you know, you know, take off or anything, we've just loved the experience. We've had so much fun with it. And this is the first thing you've done? Yes, yeah, it's the very first thing I've done, yeah. And how did that feel, seeing it all come to life and to light and it become was, real? It was so special, Jed. It was bizarre, and I think because I didn't think anybody would want to be a part of it. I've been sort of writing this in my bedroom for the last couple of years and thinking, mm, I don't know, and when I did the auditions, it was bizarre hearing strangers, hearing things that I've written in my bedroom and laughing at it. And I thought, oh, this is odd. And then every week when people are 
acting out things that I've just been having a glass of wine and cacking to myself, thinking no one else will get this. It's amazing, and it's such a strange and special feeling. Amazing. How many in the cast? Um, so there's ten of those. We're quite a small production. Yeah. Wow, ten sounds quite a lot. That's like double numbers, double figures, isn't it? Well, I suppose so, yeah. Yeah, it's more than nine. <laughs> and how did you... How did you go about this i mean if you've not done anything like this before and you're in your bedroom and you've written it how, how do you get from there to here so the first thing i did was auditions and then i thought if people turn up to the auditions and i've got a cast then i'll enter it into fringe how long ago were the auditions that was back in january yeah january this year so it, it's not that long no it's been a really fast turnaround when did you actually finish writing it then um I finished it probably around yeah January, so I was like, right, I finished it now, I'm going to do the auditions. And then Ironwork said to me, it's a bit short, it needs to be probably about an hour and a half, so I thought, I need to double, because it was originally 45 minutes, it was just meant to be a very short play, I was going to put it in a pub. And I wrote the second half in one night, and five more songs all in one evening, sent it to the cast, and now it's an hour and a half production. Wow. One bottle of red wine or two? Who's <laughs> counting? <laughs> and so, okay, so you you you've got the cast and and you found the venue. Did you have to knock on a lot of doors, or was the Ironworks? Yeah, I did. I was I was as you said, it was very short notice. I didn't realize I've never done the fringe before. You have to prepare really early. I went straight in balls deep to the Spiegel tent, and they were like, "No, obviously we're fully booked." So I was like, oh, "Okay, fine." And uh, I tried so many venues. And Ironworks, I'd never heard of them, they're fairly new. Mm. And I was like, oh God, they definitely won't have place, but I'll try anyway. I got the last two slots of their fringe, and I was like, that was just meant to be. So I was absolutely delighted. It's a beautiful venue, it's like an amphitheater, theatre. And they have loads of um, like cabaret and burlesque and comedy shows on. And yeah, it's an amazing venue, it's really cool. So, I mean, what do you do now? Is it just more and more rehearsal? And Yeah, so at the moment we're doing weekly rehearsals. Um, it's come together really well, but it it just feels a little bit like amazing chaos. As I said, I think the nature of the play, we're acting this every week and we're still laughing at it and we're finding it quite difficult to keep the straight faces. And I think that's our biggest challenge before the show date, to be honest. That's the only thing I'm a bit worried about. <laughs> I don't know. If, if, uh, <laughs> if you're having a laugh while you're doing it, that's going to rub off on the audience as well, True. isn't it? If you don't want to laugh at your own jokes, though... <laughs> spend my life laughing at my own jokes <laughs> and so now it's at this stage has it really sort of whetted your appetite to just make this your gig absolutely I've started writing Call Me Daddy part two I bet yes I um, bet. and we're going to take it to Edinburgh Fringe um, we're going to book some venues in Brighton and London over the summer as well so yeah we're, we've got big plans for it and if it does really well I'd love to morph the part two into the part one and then take it bigger and get it into theatres and make something really professional out of it as well. Fantastic. So listen, all that's left is, um, in your words, where and when and, and how to get tickets and how much and all that sort of stuff. Sure. Yep, yep. So off you go. It's, um, so it's on at the Ironworks uh, Studios on the 22nd and the 23rd of May this year for Brighton Fringe. Um, tickets are available through our Instagram, Call Me Daddy Musical, or the Facebook, Call Me Daddy Musical. Um, and the ticket links in the bio there. And there's concessions for students and people with disabilities as well available on the link. Um, and we would love to see you there. Fantastic. That all sounds rather cool. That's all for this week's Whistler podcast. Stay cool, stay safe, and see you next time.